Hey, here we are. We are not live. We're recorded because <laughs> you got, you know, conflict of schedules and other stuff. But uh, we will be live um, in July. June is going to be a recording month. And then we'll be back live with you. Hot tea with pleasures as we often do on Saturdays at 8 o'clock. So, welcome, welcome, welcome to Hot Tea with Pleasures. I am Hillary here in Ontario, Canada. And I'm Teresa here in the beautiful island again of Barbados. Barbados. Bimma. <laughs> and stop telling people the Bayesian, the, the Barbados dollar for the Bayesian dollar. <laughs> uh, you know why they changed that. I'm, this is my pet peeve. Anyways, today's subject. Teresa, what is it? Comfortably curvaceous. Curvaceous, baby. What does that mean to you? Comfortably Ooh. curvaceous. Well, you're going to tackle the body. I'm going to tackle the mind. So mm -hmm. let's get started. Okay. But before we start, before we start. What's our disclaimer, Hillary? We are not professional doctors, medical practitioners, or any of that stuff that do with medical health. We are just giving you or opinions based on experiences and also to a little bit of dabbling our personal personal situationships not too much not too much <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into being curvishly okay when you hear comfortably when you hear curvaceous when you hear curves mm -hmm. the first thing that goes around by someone that is plump Someone that is... I don't know why they think that. Hmm. Yeah. Someone that is plump. Someone that is... What what, what are they call Big bone? Yes. A lot of butt, stuff like that. Hmm. But it doesn't only mean that, you know, you can be slim. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt. And they also uh -huh. think it's always females. Yeah. They also think it's always females. That's true. Mm -hmm. But like I was just saying, curvature is not only big bone chubby, fat, or anything like that. It's not only that. You can be slim. You can be busted. You can be slim and busted. What did you just do? <laughs> you can be slim over my shoulders. You can be slim and big butt. You can be slim and got big hips. All that. So it doesn't necessarily mean chubby people or big bones. We all solid, have some type of curves. Yeah. People. But we all have curves. Yes. So therefore, I'm going to take you back in a little bit of history. Mm -hmm. And then Hillary will inject here and there. And yeah, we take it from there. We take yeah. it from there. And then after the break, okay. we'll do the mind part. We'll deal with the mental. Yeah, the mental part of, of it. Mm -hmm. So from doing some research, I came across a number of stuff. A number of websites talking about the curves and how it all started and what it did way before my time. Maybe in maybe for my mom's time as well before your mom's Hillary. I'm gonna drink so my tea. The, the oh, you got your tea. Yeah, the today I'm quality. drinking sour sop tea. I don't know if you sour can see it. Tea? Hold on. What does that do? Or you just prefer something herbal instead of the it, regular tea tea? Yeah, it's sour sop tea. It's by uh, the Caribbean Dreams sour oh, sop with honey. Yeah, Jamaican mm -hmm. brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a brand. Okay. Back to our culturally curvaceous. Yes. The physical qualities we embrace today are at odds with those 
from previous generations. And we know fashion tends to go around and round and round. So when you used to wear these, what they call bell-bottom jeans, mm, that I love was those. then in the days of, what's the singer name? When they used to relax in here, um, James Brown. Okay. When mm-hmm. he had his ah, bell-bottom jeans. He goes, what? Then, Say it again. <laughs> I thought he went, uh, good God. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's, that's it. how he that's went. It. Were you in that era, Hillary? Or you had a lot yes, of- I am very proud to say I am almost 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. There you go. So it came back from there. We went forward. We made changes. And then we went back. And I think we are back into the stage of bell-bottom jeans. Mm-hmm. No. No, that was last year's style. They had it last year and they call it new. And we went into the, the slim jeans. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the men are going to go back to the baggy jeans. But that's all from the 70s. Girl, it's all mm-hmm. from the 70s. No, they talk about. I'm not new. sure it's going to come around because the men seem to like the slimmer jeans, the tapered legs. So we'll see how it goes. No, they had the okay. they had it over here. They had the the uh, the the tight jeans with the bell bottoms for the men, and uh, then they had tight jeans with bell bottoms. Mm-hmm. And then they had the the mm. tight. The tight jeans, the slim, the slim jeans with the, the tapered up, ones, yeah. That they rolled up the bottoms for the men. The hems, yeah. That was funny. And then they try to do the, the 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 MC Hammer pants again. Yeah. Fashion is a circle, coming. people. I'm seeing that it's not new. Yeah, it is a circle. Yeah, it's not new. <laughs> anyway. A cycle of fashion, they say. Go so on. in 1910, they had what they call the Gibson girl. Now the mm. Gibson girl, if you so if you were a lover of westerns, remember the corset days when you just. Uh, just put, yes. everything, put everything in. We still doing corsets, girl. Come on now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, and call and call the We working out. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but the bands. So in 1910 was the Gibson girls, the corset mm. and the long neck and the slope shoulders. Well, hold on, actually, that started curls. way before that with the. Uh, I think they were called um, the Myanmar. Uh, women of uh, Asia. Yes, they of were Asia, from, yes. Yeah, the Kayan uh, mm-hmm. uh, tribe, the women that they used those, mm-hmm. uh, the corals. And then also uh, the um, Del, I think it's Dabeli, Dabeli women. Dabeli. Yeah, those from South Africa, the, they also had the coral necks. And, and, and mm-hmm. the longer the, the neck, rings. the more beautiful they were supposed to be. That's how they, they show off their beauty. Uh, so mm-hmm. that started way before that. Well, they stole the dance they fashion and called it the big rings around the, the, the ankles as well. Sorry, there was a story uh, a couple of years ago where a lady had had it on for, I think, 30-something years or some amount of time. And then they finally, they were remo- removing it to end. Um, yeah, the, her neck, neck just was no, towards her neck and just dropped, but it was very extended. And then they were doing all these different therapies to get her neck to return to um, a, what they consider normal length. And, the normal uh, size. Yeah, I think she didn't really like it and I went back to the jury, but they now do only like one or two instead of all mm-hmm. those, uh, the lengths. But some women still do the, the length. So it's a try. It's their was, tribe. Was, it's was their it culture. a ritual dependent? You know, you had one ring, and then as time went on, so whatever yeah, you reason, got more. It, it you signified you got another ring all the time. As, yeah, it signified as well. beauty. I can't remember if it was before childbirth, or it was something to do 
when you had your first child, you wanted the second. So this is before that. because you're supposed to be showing off so you can get a husband. Mm -hmm. So this is before. Okay. Yeah. So but then the, you had the first it's ring, not North American ring. baby. It's from Africa and Asia. Let's give the people their And props. Asia, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the Gibson girl. That was in 1910, mm. as reported. Then but it started in, in Africa and Asia. 20 was what they call the flapper. Now, the flapper, mm -hmm. if you're five, five feet, you're in that bracket of the flapper. You didn't have to bother about cleavage. But the shorties, oh, oh, oh let me, <laughs> the shorties, that was the thing for them, the flapper. Then, I'm not sure. It, and it, it seems like every 10 years, fashion, fashion has been changing. Yes. So after the flapper in 1920, in 1930, it was the return of the waist. So they started to go back, you know, with the corset again, mm -hmm. slim down your waist, push up the bus. That type of stuff. <laughs> you, you need more pattern, Hillary. I do. And <laughs> mind you, in our era, mm -hmm. you had your what, regular what, bar. What is our era? I'm a I'm a Generation the, X. The seventies, the eighties, the nineties. You remember when they have the push-up bra? Yes. The push-up bra. They still and have the push-up bra, girls. I want one. When it started, yeah, there were all kind of stuff going around with the push-up bra. Those who were nearly trying to get a size mm. 28, 30, who kind of wear push-up bra. <laughs> Push it was up. All the way up. I know it was me. <laughs> this is so when it was, was designed by men. <laughs> At first, when it was like really like you walk around mm -hmm. like this, but then the females got into the game and it kind of became normal. More oh, curve. gosh, man. <laughs> And then in the 1940s is what they mm -hmm. call the Star Spangled Girl. Oh, what's that? The Star Spangled Girl. What is that? The Star Spangled Girl. I have here. You know, you had those kind of, the shoulder pads came in. And I think the shoulder pads are coming back now. Because yeah. I was on Instagram. Oh, it's new. It's not new. We got rid of that in the 80s and you guys bring it back? Why? I was on Instagram with this lady and she was talking about <coughs> shoulder pads. Yeah. And the military look. Okay. Now, whenever I hear about the military look and the shoulder pads, mm. my mind goes, was it? My goes to love boat. You know how they, how they, they march. But remember love they, boat. Remember love uniform? boat. It was like that. Yeah, love boat. Love remember boat, love boat, boat. and no, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson used to have the, uh, the the pads. Remember? Oh, you yes. don't remember love boat? Yes, I remember her shoulder pads, and she had a, the same thing as they're talking about the military. Wait a jacket. minute! Did you try to it say you black. young? You can't Come remember. On. It was boots. black, and it had the double gold buttons. I love remember boats. her doing that. Yeah, I remember yeah. Love Boat. I don't remember the characters in Love Boat. But I remember what? Love Boat. You don't, you remember Love Boat? I don't remember the name of the characters. I remember oh. the, the Love Boat. Love. Exciting and new. Come on. Yeah, away. that word. Go on, say it. <laughs> the Love Boat. <laughs> I see you look forward to that, Hillary. I love the Love Boat. Okay. We need to yeah. go to Love Boat. Yeah. The other one for the 1950s, and it started to get closer to our era now, was the hourglass. 1950s. This Girl, was I the, born curves, 50s. the glamorous, 
the glamorous look, the hips, the mm-hmm. padding, the, the booty padding. So wait, wait, hold had, on. The what? If you the booty enough, padding. The booty padding. So it was like it. a it was like a in the 1910s they had a, the corset okay. to make you way slimmer. I have a corset. We still have those. Pardon me. The corset. I have. Those. Okay, you have one. Mm-hmm. Okay. How often do you wear it? Not anymore. <laughs> oh, you have one in your possession. You don't use it. Yeah, I have. Okay. I have one because I used to use Old it. School. And then I stopped mm. using it because I it served its purpose and I was I'm good. Okay. Somewhere at the back of the drawer. Yep. So the hourglass one <laughs> that came in and that stayed for, with us for a while. Mm-hmm. Um this was one with the big hips, the big booty. And if you didn't have it, you can get what they call the girdle that was high waisted and it kept your tummy down, but give you the extra padding behind there. So mm-hmm. That was a hit in that time. And we stayed with Why that. Why are you smiling? I'm supposed to smile. Do you have we any stayed with that for a while. We stayed with that for a while. So <laughs> then we have, in this era now, our old woman is described as slender, mm-hmm. narrow shoulders, high waist, and symmetrical face. That, that is the ideal woman now. Mm. So... It's ideal. They said why, she, why is she ideal? Well, let me hear this. Hmm? Say that one What's more that? time. She's what? That's the ideal look. The ideal woman is described in our era uh-huh. in the nineties, in the in the twentieth century. Uh-huh. Slender, narrow shoulders, high waist, and a symmetrical face. Is your face symmetrical? My my face know. is symmetrical, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything and else during, just time, <laughs> during that time period, they look at plump women, um, full-bodied as in busted, mm-hmm. and lighter-skinned women. So and what? If you were lighter-skinned women. Mm-hmm. Can't relate. That you... Can't relate. You can't relate. Nope. Slim waist, large eyes. And small feet was more of a... See, you lost the small feet right there. The big feet. Chinese beauty that had to continue for hundreds of years. Mm. What they call it? The Han's Dynasty? Yes. During the Han's Dynasty, the Chinese culture favors slim women with long black hair, white teeth, red lips. Mm-hmm. The historical Chinese person favored women, what they call ultra-femininity. Ooh. Femininity. It's a femininity. Yeah, it's a femininity. <laughs> so you see, we we went from or what they call the Gibson girl with the corset, mm-hmm. and we bring it all the way down to the flapper look. We include they included the shorter shorter ladies and men. I guess the men clothes was similar to ours, but mm-hmm. more of a. Put it more of a military look, more of a rough, what about rough Afrocentric looking women? Sorry, what about Afrocentric looking women? What about us? We are more in this era now, you know. You know, they, they call they us back to, in those days, they would call us exotic looking, yeah, the, the big butts. 
no, any and woman. You know, that, you know so, who they refer to when they go to big bucks? They would the they women that to had to that were Afrocentric but had a little bit of Caucasoid. Uh, women that were Afrocentric but had a little bit of Caucasoid um, um, add to them were considered exotic looking. Brazilians, mm -hmm. especially Puerto Ricans, exotic. You know, that's the word that was applied. Exotic. Or okay. even the Afro, Af even African American that had certain features were considered exotic. Beyonce. Exotic women? Exotic. Beverly Johnson. You know who Beverly Johnson yeah. when she was one of the first. Yeah, they uh, really they really categorize categorize you. And I guess when mm -hmm. we come back, the mental aspect where you would take on that feature, you're gonna see how the effects effects it has on certain people mm -hmm. and you know they want to portray an image because if we look at into when we have with our entertainment you have a tendency to get your fashion from there mm -hmm. and you look to what well the fashion well the fashion industry the for years name? the fashion sorry? Cross, sorry not to cross you or anything but the fashion industry for years has always uh, set set the pace. body shame. Body shame. That's basically what they've done. Is I'm gonna mm -hmm. say it. If you want to write me, write me on girl. <laughs> is they have body shamed and created a branding that idealize a certain image. And unfortunately, because of a lot of different things, women and men, persons have become uh, pressurized to believe that they should look a certain way. And if you don't look mm -hmm. a certain way, then you're not okay. You know, um, and, and that unfortunately has been something that's been going on for centuries, centuries, especially for f females, men as well, because again, men uh, are not supposed to talk about their emotional side. <laughs> no, the, so, the, this is what they have. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but, uh, go on when it comes to uh, commercializing of what uh, perfection looks like or what beauty looks mm -hmm. like, a lot of women, men, persons have been excluded from that. And that's why that whole diver diversity inclusion um, uh, conversation started in the 90s, in the late 90s, actually, no, sorry, in the 2000s, start in the late 2000s started where we realize that the world is diverse. <laughs> we realize in the 20, <laughs> in the 2000s that the world is diverse. And we started to want to include people in the industry, in the fashion industry. Um, I did modeling back when I was a kid. And I can tell you right now, uh, people don't have, girl. <laughs> I was told what? about everything that was wrong with me. <laughs> you know, my feet too big. I'm too tall, too short, not dark enough, not light oh, enough. How tall are you now, though? I'm still 5'8". I've been 5'8 since I was 8 years old, girl. I'm going to change. <laughs> well, you can see why they picked you the model. Because at 8-year-old, at 5'8". I basically, you know, unfortunately, looked the same way I did when I was 8. You know, and... uh not, 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 no, not like I aged, but I'm saying that my height. Do you mm -hmm. hear that? 
That is my dog signaling that she needs to go outside. <laughs> really? She got curves, y'all. She got curves. Well, well, this is a perfect time to take a break. <laughs> it's an mm. early break, but this is this is what we do. Hot tea with pleasures. We keep it real, raw, and always moist, baby. <laughs> yeah. And this girl ain't got no manners. She's like, no, I need to go outside right now or I was going on the floor. So we will be right back. We're going to deep dive more into the mental side of curves and what curves really look like on the mental aspect and accepting yourself, accepting who you are, body shaming, mm. all that jazz. We're going to talk about it. We will be right back with some more tea, hot tea with pleasures. <laughs> Cassidy has no manners. She don't care. She's like, I don't care if you have a podcast. I am out of here. Boy, we'll be right back. Calling. <laughs> yeah. See you in a while. extended a little bit different today because she she was like i need to pray i don't care if you're doing whatever <laughs> no manners we're oh, back here you. with hot tea with pleasure i am hillary in ontario canada with a pee and dog and all across the pond i'm i'm Teresa here beautiful island of barbados oh okay, no, no dog no you have a dog jersey wow i'm gonna tell jersey oh, jersey's in this place let me explain something to y'all people now he, needs, he knows when to keep quiet let me explain something to you <laughs> whenever the dogs take over the animals take over okay I oh have made it good with Jersey and Cassidy, and I'm just letting you know they are not going to put me in a cage, okay? <laughs> we all see Planets of the Apes. It's going to be Planets of the Dogs, and I'm just letting you know I'm good. I am that human. <laughs> You're keeping in the good books. No, she's not. No, he's not. He's like, um, she. Uh, listen, Jersey and Cassidy talk, and I'm telling you, I hear conversations, and you are not. Honestly, good, you know, they do. 
you you are not on good. the phone you need speaking to, to you, you need to step up your game <laughs> and i call your name or you call um cassidy's name yep jersey eyes switch to the door you have to step your game up girl <laughs> podcast time <laughs> okay we're conversation about being we are curvaceous. back with country curvaceous and hillary's gonna talk about the mental side of it because as we know mm-hmm. when we tend to try to copy and mimic things that are around us it tends to affect us personally and our personal lives well, it so can't affect you unless you're at your childhood, that. right? Sorry? It can't affect you unless your childhood kind of affect you first, right? Mm. Remember we talked about that? We were talking early, uh, last week about this, you know, privately. And uh, we talked about, remember I said to you that I love that quote from Dr. Phil. And Dr. Phil says, a child is like a chalkboard. Whatever you put on it is what you're going to get. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. Yep. And unfortunately, some of us, you know, there's no real book about parenting. There's no actual book. There are references and there are all these different things that you can read to catch up and figure it out yourself. But it's a, it's one of those jobs that you're kind of like, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you put in dice. It's your first dice game, you know, and, um. Uh, for, for me personally, I had some uh, childhood hiccups that has caused me to be, to question my worth. And as a child, you do not know what it is you're doing. You do not know why you feel a certain way. You, you can't figure it out. There's no actual uh, reasoning until you're 25. Again, we're not doctors, but that's what they say. And that development in the brain leaves you before 25 thinking that everything that happens in life is your fault. And you take on a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of unreasoning, and you develop this lack of self-confidence that you cannot really truly explain. And for me, um, you know, I was told multiple things. Uh, One thing that they used to call me was pink pick big pick you know they thought it was cute I didn't <laughs> did not think it was cute at all I hated myself I thought I was the most and and the word fat was considered a bad word they use mm-hmm. it in a terminology to make you feel okay. bad they thought it was you know they as, as a put down and so you take it on as a put down like oh being fat means negative means bad means that you're quote unquote ugly something's wrong with you and so for years i thought that i was the fattest person on earth i thought that something was wrong with me no one wanted me i felt rejected by people friends and family around me and so i always thought i was different i always thought i was different and i became very shy i very internalized everything my dogs, my violin, my cats were my friends, <laughs> and Teresa Porker. <laughs> I don't know the person. <laughs> I could count my friends on my hand, right here, <laughs> that actually truly, truly, truly know me. You know, 
And um, I kept it that way because I felt like I wasn't good enough, like I was worth nothing. So I, I was very, very scared to open up to a lot of people and say exactly who I was. I, I am writing a book about this. Uh, I do have a book and everyone's always asking me, why are you going to release your book? Girl? It's not that. It is me getting to the point where I am comfortable with all of the information that's going to be out there about myself and making sure that I have had the conversations with every person that is going to affect and I'm not going to call names. I will never call names, but I want the people that whoever reads the book and can say, wow, that's maybe a story about me. Uh, mm -hmm. They cannot say that I did not have that conversation with them, whether they accept it, understood it or ready to move on is not my issue. But I wanted that to be um, the most important part of me sharing my book now. When it comes to how that relates to the first segment, when we talk about the fashion industry and about culture and beautifying the out and the external, the internal gets uh, a back seat <laughs> in the <laughs> in the fashion industry. They don't care about your issues. <laughs> they give a crap. Um, so what happens uh, to a lot of females and males? is the body shaming aspect. You're not thin enough. You're not tall enough. You're not short enough. Your feet are too big, feet are too small. And people go through a lot of things that causes issues. Now for body, um, when it comes to body shaming, this body dys uh, dysmorphia, um, I, myself, when I was younger, I was uh, bulimic. I was anorexic in my teenage years. Um, served well, obesity is still dealt with obesity to this day. Obesity is a mentality. What you see is the fat. What really is, is what's going on behind that. Uh, whether anyone wants to admit it or not, that's really what it is, is a mental aspect. And so when you look at society, look at the papers, the magazines, and they do not reflect you, you feel like something's wrong with you, girl. You feel like, you know. Uh, you know, if I'm too skinny, um, why, you know, why are the magazines saying that something's wrong with me? I'm sick. They have people that are naturally thin. But Teresa, I remember you used to be like extremely thin when you were younger. <laughs> and people think they could grow they like used me. To tease Teresa me loves to say, eat. Um, what do I mean? Teresa loves to eat. <laughs> used to tease you and say I'm jockey weight. Yeah. I don't know if that was offensive. <laughs> what do you mean if you don't know it was offensive? You knew it was offensive. <laughs> but for me, I was like, oh gosh. Yeah. I, I need to put some weight on. Yeah. They make you feel that way, right? That was my thing all the time. Then the whole, when you're doing dancing, mm -hmm. you know, they have the warmers that you got on, those mm -hmm. TikToks. Mm -hmm. Girl, mm -hmm. one of those TikToks that fit me, <laughs> I had to double up, triple up. Remember they, they put you elastic know, around your, uh, your socks. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yep. I used to laugh it off. Yeah. But sometimes when you see people, you know, dress and they move, I was like, gosh, I need to put some weight on. Yeah. And I started to not like what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's how I got the nickname I have to this day. Mm -hmm. And it has stuck. It was but it was no, I have gotten past that and I'm yeah. like yeah. Yeah. I like I like me for me. I like my size. I and give my name my own I give myself my own nickname because I knew people were calling me all kind of names. What, Hilly? 
Yeah, Hilly Billy. That's my nickname. <laughs> I named myself that. Because <laughs> there's a monkster okay. in Barbados called Monk Hillaby, and that didn't help. <laughs> that did not help, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, they would call me Pink Pig, Big Pig, Big Head, Big big Feet. Uh, Snuffleupagus, when he started out in Sesame Street Girl, they oh started calling me that. Yeah. And big Bird. Mm -hmm. Big Bird. That's a big bird. I don't think I had so many. I had a few. Yeah, a few. I had a few. So not out of few, so when you say a few people think two. I yeah. have some. Yeah. But, but you know one, what? You have to one stuck. You, you know, you know, my motto, uh, accepting your flaws. Your flaws are your best asset. Whatever you put on it, you know, so here I go, I go, I'm mixing up <laughs> your flaws are your best assets. And that's what I believe. And for me, my entire journey created who I am today. And I'm very confident in myself. Love, At some love. point in my life, you know, I, I, I went through a lot of different things, you know. And all of that stemmed from not feeling worth, like I had no worth, like no one wanted me feeling rejected. And it led me down a, a crazy, crazy path. I do not regret anything that I went through because it made me who I am today. Maybe and, stronger? Oh yeah, not only stronger, wiser, smarter, and understanding of other people's uh, paths and being able to relate to other people and feeling okay with who I am, loving who I am, loving every curve, you know, <laughs> everything about me, my lack of butt. I'm wider but flatter. <laughs> I love it. I don't care, you know, and I do crazy, crazy stuff. I was at one point, I, I, I got up when it came to obesity, I got up to 418 pounds at one point. And that was again from not loving who I am. Heavy set does not mean you don't love who you are heavy set for me because I was obese mentally meant I did not love who I was. And so I don't want anyone writing me. I'm not saying because you're heavy set, you don't love who you are. I'm saying the reasoning be behind me being heavy set was me not loving who I am. So I hid behind the, uh, the, the fat. And I had situations where I, you know, I've been, uh, sexually molested. I've had situation where I was touched sexually. People tried to, uh, I've been raped. And so I came out with the, I don't know where I got this from, but I got the idea that if you are heavy set because they said fat equals ugly. So if I became fat, then I'm ugly, then no one would touch me. No one would want to. Yeah, no one would want me. So perfect, let me be fat. I'll be really, really fat. And that's what I did. I purposely sabotage myself. Anytime you would say I was pretty, I would sabotage myself. I would go and eat something, girl. I would just like, mm -mm. I'm not, not, that's not happened to me ever again. So, you know, and it took a long path and a long journey for me to understand that I am who I am. Every part of me is who it is. I'm supposed to look the way I look and God has blessed me to be present. My mom died. It's unique. Yeah, and unique. Everybody's individual. And my mom died early. And unfortunately, I didn't get to spend a lot of my adulthood with her. And I started to, every situation that I said taught me to love and appreciate every single moment. And so, what my size 11, 12s. <laughs> <laughs> that they call hoofs and, and all kind of stuff. Not even hoofs, but hoofs, okay? And snuffleupagus and big bird and everything like that. 
Thank you. So in my I, case, who needs to wear thick socks? I don't. I let I me tell you, I got not. thick calves and socks. I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got skinny legs. Okay. People, people go to surgery to get skinny legs, girl. You embrace those. Mm. <laughs> okay. And the thing is, as people start to think of that mm -hmm. they're too big, mm -hmm. the first thing they do, they they use that um some of the most common reasons that women, that men start a fitness journey is to look better. Mm -hmm. They want to change how they look. They don't do it for health reasons or healthy lifestyle. Right. They just do it for how they look. Right. And it has to be, you can't- Into the know, beauty standard for, to have that ideal body type. But you I know how I feel about that word diet. There's no such- no, Healthy lifestyle. Die. <laughs> it says die in there. <laughs> die. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's and I find in our era, and the oh. upcoming, sorry? Oh, I, I, in our era and the upcoming, and the upcoming artists and upcoming, what do you call them? Entertainers, mm -hmm. role models. I find a lot of them and one that we can speak about is Rihanna. She is bringing that, yes. um, that skinny look well, they had, two, they had two sides she, of the entertainment. She is, she is brilliant. Let, let's oh, not skip over. Was... Hold on. Let's Sorry? not skip. We're going to come to that. But let's let's not skip over because we had a part of the entertainment uh, uh, company group that would come out with uh, certain things like the watermelon diet and the, you know, I'm not calling Lemonade no names. Diet. Don't write me. <laughs> watermelon diet. You had the, uh, the, the lemon with the, the cayenne pepper. And, and the maple and the syrup, maple syrup yeah. and everything. Then you had the cucumber. You had uh, salad only. Do this only. Do that. No. Let me tell you the secret to losing weight that you want to lose. Loving who you are. And accepting it. It's okay. It literally is okay. If you decide to have a slice of pie because you are at a party and you want a slice of pie... Eat Go take a walk the next morning. <laughs> okay. Because it's about living. It really is about living and finding something you love. For me, I found hiking. I love the outdoors. Hiking really, really changed me. Uh, finding my voice again. That really helped. I did Toastmasters. Say what you will. I like Toastmasters. It worked for me. It got me out of the box that I was in, accepting my flaws and opening up about my past and my path and accepting it and 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 vocalizing it i i became very vocal and, and i became very 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 verbal <laughs> right teresa mm. <laughs> i do not hold back i'm very transparent whatever <laughs> and um you know just being okay with me um i don't apologize for being me anymore and um, if you don't like it, close your eyes. I disappear. You know, that's how it works. <laughs> so that's what I, I have for, for the mental part. Because I think a lot of people, what we do, we punish ourselves when, you know, you're on a diet. Again, don't diet. Life change. Have a life change. Look at the things in your life that you want to change. You know, if you want to change the way you look. And I don't want you to change your way you look. You shouldn't want to change the way because you look. Of because someone else of someone else. Of what you think, right. Or what is considered beautiful or whatever. Everyone has mm -hmm. the individual beauty. 
that you have to see within yourself. And once you see the beauty that's within you, you have to accept it. You know, uh, this mole on my face, <laughs> I remember this mole on my face. People used to go draw a mole on their face and everything. And, but before the whole, I think it was Sydney Crawfia, that's her name, that put the mole, that had mm -hmm. the mole, right? And mm -hmm. everyone was like, oh, she's so pretty. But before that, girl, what's that on your face? <laughs> everyone used to cover theirs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's there. That's natural. I, I I don't have no pencil little thing. And then like, Madonna came out and Madonna started drawing it. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's pretty. Uh, I know there's some person that has it. It's where they used to put the mole on the top of the lip. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, so it get really hot. And it was like, oh, and the damage and the whipping. <laughs> and they forgot the mole. Thanks, pipe. They forgot the mole. And then you have, you know, yep. you And then my eyebrows. Remember when they used to laugh about my eyebrows, Teresa? Remember they used to laugh and call me uh, mm -hmm. Oscar and everything? Remember that? And then uh, mm -hmm. that that model, I can't remember her name. Or or, or maybe it was an actress. Uh, what was he called? Blue Lagoon. What's her name? I know. I can't yeah. remember her name. Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields had the thick eyebrows and oh, that's so pretty. And then the world went, okay, we're gonna accept that. Stop waiting for the world to accept any part of you and just love you. Love who you are. I love my eyebrows. Sometimes they get in the middle. My son wears his right to the middle. He don't care. He's like, this is my. And he goes, that makes me unique. I love it. I'm like, okay, do you? <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. That's how you fight those inner uh, quote unquote flaws. I don't call them flaws, I call them beauty scars, baby. Beauty scars, empaths, and journeys, wisdom, understanding. And that's how you embrace who you are. So I go hiking, I take a moment out, and I just appreciate everything around me. I'm not in a box, I'm outside, and just breathe and know it's going to be okay. Good. Huh? I did some hiking today. It was good. A bit sore. I'm not going to pay for it tomorrow. She'll feel that tomorrow. <laughs> I ever, I ever tell you the story about me it hiking. And I went on a, a, a hiking. I joined this. Because, okay, so I was told, you know, I went, I had some therapy and everything like that. And I was told that um, uh, <laughs> go and hike. And, you know, if you love hiking, find a hiking group. So I went. I knew I was a beginner. So I look for old people. <laughs> this is your mistake, people. Let Sorry. me warn you. Let me <laughs> warn you about Sorry. stereotypes. Okay. So I said, they're elderly, so maybe they will be a little bit slower and be able to help me to develop to the, you know, into mm -hmm. be, being a hiker. And they have wisdom and all that jazz. So I said, let me try an a, a elderly group. So I went and joined an elderly group. To, so they had... It said 16 kilometers. I was like, eh, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Let me tell you, I lost every single toenail that day. Every single toenail. Mm. Those ladies and gentlemen that were over the age of 60 to 80 years old had me looking like a turtle and they were the hair girl. That was, that's like, whoa, that's a lot. Yeah, they, used to, they were lot. waiting on me. They're like, this girl's so slow. <laughs> that's a lot. They were encouraging me. And at the end, I lost uh, three toenails at the end. I couldn't feel my feet. And um, 
I also learned about stereotypes, stereotyping elderly, and know that mm-hmm. they're wise and you know. And but say a group of elderly people hiking. I just thought that no, they would be able to. I would be able to keep up. Is like these people are experienced. They'll yeah, but still, I thought I, would <laughs> I couldn't keep up. I can't keep up. But you know what? It made me excited about what could be the possibilities. And they really mm-hmm. talked to me about it and everything. And I got a lot of wisdom from them and how to hike and how to really introduce myself. And they said, uh, you start off with a 5K, okay? <laughs> Maybe a 1K. <laughs> so I did it. I went uh, 1K, 5K. And now I can do the 16. I, I, you know, um, COVID kind of mm-hmm. put a jab in it. Not because I couldn't hike, but because there were too many people out there trying to hike in slippers and heels. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes. I am serious. I should have taken pictures, but I didn't want to shame anybody. Do your thing. <laughs> but uh, again, uh, that was that's basically it when it comes to being comfortably curvaceous. Do uh, uh, you have any personal stories uh, you want to share, Teresa? No, just my nickname, Hard Feet, and that had me in the shell for a while. Mm-hmm. But what I tend, how I got away from that. I started to get into athletics. Oh, we are into athletics. I remember you were a good sprinter, girl. And and you're and you're winning. Yeah. No one looked at the hard feet. They were like crazy because you were getting the first. You were pulling idea. You're. I didn't get to the level of um of the into school. Mm-hmm. I was I was getting I was getting whoop at that one. But the in long jump, yeah, high jump, long jump and. Javelin, mm-hmm. those were my two. And I did the one, the 100 heats. I was good at that. Mm-hmm. And they relay. Yeah, so I tend to, for me, when things like that, my bounding, I tend to find outdoor stuff mm-hmm. and get involved in. So yeah. that's where I just, you know, just let it go and put everything behind me. And this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm good at. You know, you find things that you're good at, find that you can excel in. Yeah. And... People tend to look past what you call frivolous stuff. Mm-hmm. So, well, not only that, skinny legs. let me tell you the secret of getting a confident kid. And this is based on experience again. A confident kid? Kid. Child. Kid. kid. Uh-huh. Whenever I say the word kid, Teresa goes, you mean like a sheep? Because <laughs> that's how they, it's a British terminology in British, Barbados has a British influence. Okay, child. Let me tell yes. you how you get a confident child from get, from the beginning because my kids are a little bit too confident sometimes. <laughs> and that's from a lot of reading. I did a lot of reading when they were in my tummies. When a child is something that is uh, what you would say the word no to or don't, before mm-hmm. you open your mouth and say no and don't, look and see what the child is doing. Okay. If it's something... Uh, I, I give the example last time of drawing the walls or whatever. Just mm-hmm. use your words. Just take a minute. Take a breath. Take a breath. It might be, oh my gosh, as long as they're not going to die. <laughs> okay, in the moment. It's not something dangerous. Take a step back for one second. Look at what they're doing. And in that moment, right there, mm-hmm. do not punish the behavior. Just take a minute. And just say, you know what? Okay. They're destroying the wall or writing on the wall. It's okay. Don't say don't write on the wall. 
tell them what to do. That's how you create a confident kid. Tell them what to do. Give them advice. Mm -hmm. Give them leadership. You never know. Yeah, that leadership. Child? That's it. Information. Give information, not punishment. That's how you create a confident kid. And when they get too confident, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know. But I'm telling you that you would you that moment you just took just to breathe and just take a minute. You know, you you can discipline. I'm not saying don't discipline your children. I'm saying choose your words. Because words do hurt. You know how they have that. So what's that saying? Uh, words stick to the stones can break my bones, but words can't harm me. Words will That's destroy you. They're not going to harm you. <laughs> destroy you, girl. <laughs> destroy. Okay? Because mental, you can, you know, I, and I always say the physical, that can heal most of the time, 90% of the time. But mental, the words, they stay in here. And then after a while, you start saying it to yourself. And who is the biggest voice in your brain? Yeah, you yours. Yeah, yours. So, curves for the mental, that is everything you've been through, your path, your journey, your history. Embrace it, love it, understand it, and try to take your lessons as they may. And learn from your lessons. Do not, and I'm saying the word do not, do not be so hard on yourself. We are so hard on ourselves. Teresa's smirking. <laughs> we are so, we are so, so, so hard on ourselves. So hard on ourselves. And you, there's no need for that. Because you're trying to create, you're trying to live to a standard society and whoever society is, has set that they don't even know how to reach themselves. Have your own standard of yourself, accept who you are, love who you are, embrace who and you are. And the thing too, the people that you have within your circle, mm -hmm. you sometimes have to teach them teach. how to treat you. Yes. Teach. To treat them. Mm-hmm. Teach people how to treat you. Entitles do not mean they are entitled to determine your next move. Okay? Take the title away. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's called mother, sister, father, uncle, whatever. <laughs> Take the title away. Reveal the character, the individual, and the information that's coming to you. Yeah, and determine some, some persons that are within your circle, some person that you call friends, some person that are family, mm -hmm. there's something that they can come up with that's really hurtful. Family um, means support. Like you say, <laughs> not blood. It can be damaging. Mm -hmm. Continue. Yeah, it can be damaging. That's it. Yeah. And so, and I said, family does not mean blood. Family means support and community. The person or people or persons that are around you that lift you up, encourage you to be an individual and to be the better you that is your family and it doesn't have to be blood and that's the bottom line baby <laughs> so wrap it up Teresa. yes what we did tonight what, what i think is we covered curvatures comfortable comfortably curvatures curvatures <laughs> Brought the brought it back from the history about fashion, mm -hmm. the cycle that it took, and what society expect of us in terms of how we look or appearance. 
But then we also look at what is more important, our mental health, how we feel about ourselves. And how we feel about ourselves, it will show on the outside. You can't so, buy happiness. True. Self-love. Mm -hmm. Self-love is one of the things that we have to have, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And self by having self-love, you self -love, allow to self-worth. Yeah, you understand your worth and your value and your positioning. And know that every single time that you open your mouth and you say something negative about yourself, you, it it's magnified. It eats, it eats away at you. Ten times worse than if someone else said it to you. Because you believe the things you say to yourself more than what other people say to you. You can fight other people. You can't fight yourself. Here, you know... One at one point we're gonna upgrade. <laughs> we we upgrade Zoom. <laughs> we haven't gotten to the level where we start getting. We have our hundred subscribers subscribing y'all, so we can we can get off that <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> that limited <Yeah>. Zoom. <laughs> but we will get there. We are we are looking for a different platform so that we can uh, really advance ourselves. We know that hot tea with pleasure is something that you want to hear that we want to share with you. We have or lube coming out this summer it mm. is going to be something you want to try to lubricate your parts <laughs> well and your life because that's going to change your life <laughs> <laughs> lubricate your life yes 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 so teresa anything coming up for you in barbados there um, we're closing off well June is Father's Day June in June in Canada. June nineteenth well. is Father's Day. We have Juneteenth yeah. is also the nineteenth of June. Oh, we I'm not sure if we go for June Juneteenth as you call it, but Father's Day. It's is more in America. Thing. It's it's, uh, it's uh, African American history. American side of it. Okay. Yeah. No Father's Day in June, so you can look out for a lot of different things happening. Well, how about you and, and uh, you know, I'm talking about uh, Risa Nicole. Uh... Oh, okay. For Risa Nicole, um, for June, June is Father's Day. Fathers are into feet, foot care. Mm -hmm. So I have specials going on for guys. Teach them how love on the, on the so. men. <laughs> the men's. <laughs> so you can look out for that Tech stuff. I'll be posting on my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. I'm also working on a website, so soon you'll be able to order stuff by the website. Go on and have a look, and there'll be a lot of reviews and demos on how to use stuff. Yep. So I'm working on that. But for now, we're on our Instagram page. You can check it out. There are lots, lots of things there for men, some DIY stuff as well. And so then we, we have, have hot... yeah. June. And then Hot and... Pleasures is coming up. We're going to have the hot pleasures and we're going to have the product coming out with all mm -hmm. the lubrication, the different flavors and the original one. And uh, we know who produced that. <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> My idea, her development. We're, going there. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We, we it's, I, you know, what I'm proud about is that we, you know, we're too, we, listen, we are very, we're very voracious and we're very uh, outspoken and whatever, but we're very shy when it comes to sexuality. So this is for us to like battle this. I remember what Teresa said. Oh, let's wear a bikini. I was like, mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. <laughs> Don't no. worry. Yeah. Anyway, where would you wear a bikini though? Is I there a pool? <laughs> 
Who said anything about swimming? You're just wearing a bikini. Oh, Looking just nice. gonna buy. I sit by the. I wore a, a a swimwear. I I like I like swimwears like the the body ones like the full ones with the, the full wrap ones. There's some full. The there's some full ones that are nice. Mm -hmm. You can do the hat. I always have to have a hat. You have me. Be, you have an umbrella when you're on the beach, so you don't need your hat. That eliminates. No, no, no. Hat. I still need the hat. So <laughs> I like my hats. Having the the, the shawl, as you would call it, mm -hmm. <laughs> to cover up. I have I have a lot of cover-ups. I love them. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> you cover ups. You talk about being shy. I can imagine. I, no, but me, I've come, along, I I've come beach, a long way. I, I don't wear black the all the time. I used to wear black when all the I time. Get the, when I get to the beach, mm -hmm. it's off clothes and go in the sea. That's my purpose to get a beach. If you see a sit mm -hmm. on the sand and say I'm pulling out a book and reading a book. I do. I'm not getting in that water. No. Then other you fall start, asleep? Other people are going to start coming to the beach and be like, uh -uh, I ain't moving from here. From here, it's bad. Yeah. For no, me, I just I just love being outdoors. I, I Listen, I, I've come a long way. I used to wear sweaters in the summertime. I used to not wear color. Uh, all of that came from understanding my love, my, my, my worth and, and the value and just loving who I is and accepting, you know, like my stretch marks and everything else and not caring about what people's thoughts were, or what I thought their thoughts were, but more about my thoughts about who I am and how I feel about myself. And, and that's that. So me not wearing a bikini is a personal choice it has to do more about religion. And um, but I do wear swimwear and I just cover up to be. A little bit conservative, but I'm not that conservative. People get me wrong. Don't say enjoy, enjoying the beach. Enjoy I enjoy the, the beach. Enjoy. Trust me. Don't stay. Don't be next to me. I'll throw something at you. <laughs> Sand. Oh this this lady, right? <laughs> we had a conversation earlier, and I got. If I say threatened, will someone assist me? I got threatened about being duck. <laughs> I Tell them what duck is because duck. people know what about duck. So, do it quick. I'm, I'm, you got two minutes. I'm gonna note that. Hmm? You got two minutes to talk about what ducking ducking is in Barbados. Um, ducking is you aggressively approach the person. They aggressively. They surprise you. In the water. <laughs> <laughs> that is ducking. They ain't nothing friendly about ducking. It's, like it's supposed to be you, it's supposed to be endearment. It's an endearment act. Teresa making sound like abuse. It's an endearment act. What? <laughs> it's not abuse. It's a day. It's an endearment act. They think it's funny. Uh, yeah, you think it's funny. It's not funny because they would duck you. It's basically holding the person. You know, like baptism. It's like baptism, <laughs> but you don't. You're not expecting the it only to person. Wait, hold on. Let's re let's rephrase this. The only person that you want to dunk or duck is dunking, but duck you. The only person you want to duck you is your boyfriend or your man. That's it, because that's the cute mm. little moment you can have lower. But you said after. boyfriend or man. Same thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's the same thing. I oh, know I don't agree with that. I do not agree with that. <laughs> Don't any, duck. Any, anyone ever duck you, Teresa? <laughs> Don't duck. That's the whole thing. Don't duck. Okay? <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyways. Well, that wraps it up for another 
episode of Hot Tea with with Legends. Oh yeah, lubricating your life and moistening up, baby. So we will Mm -hmm. see you next Saturday. Remember, all June we will be recording. In July, we'll be back live with some exciting topics. What are we doing next Saturday, Teresa? Next Saturday, our topic is masturbation. Masturbation. We can ask Teresa some personal questions. Masturbation. Do you masturbate? Everybody Why do masturbates. you masturbate? Everybody Those are masturbates. the questions that are coming. So Even animals, if you want to like, go ahead, animals. maybe post a poster or before we post a poster, you want to, because we have our Instagram page, you want to drop messages to us, yep. you know. To, Don't forget part of to like, comment, podcast. subscribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please like, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. Yep. And subscribe Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Twitter. On Twitter, on Twitter is another one. So it's yep. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Yes. You good? Mm, our time to count now. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So All right. that's it from us here. See you next Saturday. Next Saturday. Our topic, masturbation. Like I said, any questions, any statements that you'd like to share with About us? About perfect, being comfortably curvaceous. On Hot Tea with Ledgers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can drop it on our Twitter. Or and here on this show... On podcast, under the show, on YouTube, on yeah. YouTube channel, yeah, and you can also join us and share, like, comment, and share. And we keep we keep repeating it because we want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good one. See you, Teresa. Okay, bye bye. Bye. <laughs>